0: Hello, and welcome to The Storyteller's Mission with Zena Del Low, a podcast for artists and storytellers about changing the world for the better through story. Last week, I shared with you one of the aha moments that I've had in life that have really helped me as an artist and as a person in general. Today, I want to share another aha moment, which manifested in several other aha moments. But these are all part of the same category because in essence, I want to address today how to navigate business meetings, how to navigate the professional world, how to basically go swimming with sharks and survive. And this is something I learned years ago when I attended some workshop. Now, I don't remember who the guy was who taught this seminar. I don't remember what the name of the seminar was. But a guy there taught two phrases that he said would empower me for the rest of my life. And he was right. I adopted them and I have used them ever since. But I have also added to them. There are basically five phrases that I needed to memorize in advance to help me to be able to navigate any sort of business setting. Now, why would I need to do this? Why would I need to memorize these phrases in advance? Well, when I would get into a business environment, I would somehow get flustered I would feel pressured. I wouldn't know what I needed to do or how I needed to do it or what I was supposed to say. I didn't want to do the wrong thing. I had a lot of fear. And a lot of times I just got sucked in or roped in or manipulated and I didn't know how to get out of certain situations. I would find myself consistently saying yes to things that I shouldn't that were not actually good for me. They might be good for other people, but they weren't beneficial for me. And then what would happen is I would become bitter or resentful or I would be angry with myself. I would beat myself up because I'd gotten sucked into something like this yet again because I hadn't learned in advance what to say when these things came up. So these five phrases are meant to empower you to prevent these sorts of things from happening to you so that you stay in control of your destiny. This isn't about trying to control other people. It is simply about you being able to not be overtaken by others so that you give yourself the time that you need to really process. Is this good for me? Is this something I want to do? Or am I making this decision because I feel pressured and I don't know how to stop the snowball right now and it's chaos? Nobody makes good decisions under pressure. So how do you give yourself the time you need to make those decisions? All right. So The first two phrases were given to me by that gentleman that I don't remember at the conference. Phrase number one, I could be wrong, I often am. This is a phrase I use all the time. Why? Well, for me, I did grow up in a family environment where I felt that I needed to prove myself and I also felt the pressure in professional environments to know the right answer, to be right. And I don't know if you have ever succumbed to this, but there have been times in my life where I... I felt such a need to be right that I would argue as if I had legs to stand on when really I didn't. I would even be tempted to make up or fabricate evidence in support of my position that I had taken just because I was so terrified of being wrong. Well, this for me came right out of a family of origin issue. Nevertheless, maybe it happens to other people in different ways. Maybe it doesn't happen to you at all, but for me it did. And one of the best things I ever learned to say was, I could be wrong, I often am. This phrase eliminates the burden to be right. It's one of the most empowering phrases I've ever learned. So I encourage you to practice it. Try saying that phrase. You know what? I could be wrong, I often am. And you will be amazed what that does to the room. It dissipates the tension immediately, but mostly it eliminates that need in you to be right. Okay, phrase number two, I changed my mind. Oh my goodness, this is such a powerful phrase. How many times have you said yes to something or you've agreed to something and you did, you agreed, and then you feel like you're stuck because you said yes You said yes. And yet, now that you're further along in it, you realize it's a mistake. Now, this can be true, whether it be a personal thing or a professional thing. Guess what? You can say this. I changed my mind. And so then the other person, here's what happens. You've committed to something and then you're trying to get out of it. And the other person says, well, you said you would do this. You said, and guess what? You can say, I know I did but I changed my mind. Now notice what I'm not doing here. I'm not giving reasons. I'm not giving reasons that another person can form counter arguments to overcome. There's nothing that they can say. I've changed my mind. It's not an argument, it's a position. And it's a freeing one, it's an empowering one because it means that you don't have to follow through on something that you have since come to see as a mistake. You give yourself a way out. Number three, interesting. Let me think about that. Now, why on earth would I say that? Well, this happens when you are in a situation where people are asking you to do things that you haven't had time to really process and see where you stand. Maybe you don't want to say no outright because you're not sure yet, but you also feel pressured to say, yes, this is one of the ways that I give myself time. Interesting. Interesting. Let me think about that. Now, here's the other thing, though. This phrase is also helpful when it's not so much about you haven't decided yet. You already have decided. You know you need to say no, but you're still giving yourself time to figure out how to say no in a way that is ultimately going to keep the peace or is ultimately not going to ruin some sort of business relationship. Interesting. Let me think about that. And then if people pressure you, if they keep pushing and say, well, what is there to think about? I mean, you just need to say yes. Yeah. You know, I like to give myself time to really process these things. So I'll think about it and I'll get back to you. I'm not going to make a decision right now. And they can't really say anything to that. And you've given yourself time. Now you might panic later and I don't know what you're going to say later because I don't know what the circumstance is. but at least you've given yourself time to come up with whatever that needs to look like. Okay. Empowering phrase number four. So one of the things that I think every single person on this planet has experienced are those times when somebody tells you something or they give you directions for something that you already know. And it's so annoying and it feels condescending that they did that and it's frustrating. And what do you say? I know. Right? Don't we all say that? We say, I know. Because it's weird when people tell you things that you already know, it's like we want them to understand that we're not morons. We're not idiots. We already knew that. It automatically puts us on the defense. The irony is that it's the person who responds in that way who looks like the jerk. Not the person who has said the condescending directions, And when you respond that way, you actually cause tension in relationships that otherwise didn't necessarily need to have it. So, to that end, instead of saying, I know, next time try saying, You're right. Zena, we need to leave right now. The movie starts at seven. You're right. Zena, get in the right lane because we have to turn over here on Sherman Oaks. You're right. And what does that do? All of a sudden, it eliminates the need to defend. It eliminates the need to justify. It eliminates the need to argue. When I use that phrase, all of a sudden, I feel like I'm taking the high road. Instead of then me angry that the other person has condescended to me, and then being angry at myself for how annoyed I've gotten and that I reacted in such a snippy fashion, all of a sudden, I feel like pretty good stuff. I feel like, hey... Look at what a mature person I am. So I have just taken back the power from the other person who probably didn't mean to do anything to me in the first place, but I've taken back my own power and not been reactive in that situation. Okay, empowering phrase number five, and this might sound crazy, but a lot of us don't know how to use this phrase. No. That's it. No. Somehow, it seems to me that a lot of artists are afraid to use the word no. Sometimes we have to say no. Now, here's the thing. I usually have to accompany the no with something else. And so I have like about two or three other variations of this that I have used And the reason goes back to what I said before about not coming up with specific arguments or reasons for why I'm saying no. See, that's something we want to avoid because clever people can actually come up with rebuttals to every single reason that we give and then we feel stuck again. So don't give them that opportunity. Don't start there. Instead, say something like, thank you, but no, that just doesn't feel right to me. Or, you know, I just don't feel comfortable with that. Well, why not? Hmm, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's something I should do, but thank you. What can they say to that? You're not giving any specific reason. You're just saying, I don't feel comfortable with that. I use that all the time. Because what happens to me, because of poor boundaries that were in my family of origin... My first instinct is that I have to answer, that I don't have a choice but to give them whatever they're asking for. So, this is a phrase that I have learned even in that scenario. If somebody asks me a question that I feel uncomfortable answering, I'll say that. You know what? I don't feel comfortable talking about that, but thank you. Well, why not? I mean, I thought we were friends. We are, but I just don't feel comfortable. Well, why? I don't know. It's just not something I'm comfortable with. And I just keep using the same phrase over and over again because they can't argue with it. They can ask questions, but if I don't give any reasons, there's nowhere for that to go. So don't give reasons. Just keep using those phrases. You know, that just isn't for me. That's just not something that sits right with me. Or whatever you want to say, find a way to say that same sort of phrase in a way that sort of lets you off the hook, but without giving them specific objections that they can then try to overcome. So this might be a strange podcast to be giving, but to be honest with you, these phrases have really changed my life. They have really helped me to navigate some treacherous waters. So I hope that this is helpful to you and that you find yourself empowered as you navigate any number of social or professional interactions down the road. Next week, I will be talking about another aha moment, but this one is going to be more spiritual in nature. In essence, I'm going to talk about false beliefs that I didn't even know that I had that, as it turned out, were sabotaging my entire life. Also, I want to remind you that starting in January, I'm going to be starting to release some online classes. It seems to me that there are a lot of classes, online classes available for writers who are just getting started or who are new to a certain particular area or what have you. But there don't seem to be a lot of classes for writers that are actually at a pretty high level, but are still kind of having difficulty In some way their work isn't resonating with an audience quite yet and they don't know quite what's wrong or they just can't book that agent or the publisher just isn't satisfied with their project but they're a good competent writer nevertheless something is missing I want to work with writers that are more experienced who still need to learn certain skills and become even better and that's what the storytellers mission is going to be about Now the website hasn't launched yet, but I wanted to let you know that it's coming. If that interests you, you can click on the link in the notes section to sign up to be part of the first wave of people notified when a new class is being released because all of my classes will be interactive, which means that there will be limited seating. So if you would like to be among the first to learn when these classes are available, then click on the link below And you can sign up to be part of that first wave of notifications. And in the meantime, thank you so much for listening to The Storyteller's Mission with Zena Del Lowe. May you go forth inspired to change the world for the better through story.